welcome to the Contently Driven podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be yourself, stop being hard on yourself, and feel better. Plus, for the business owners out there, it teaches you how to write copy that sounds like you and connects with your clients, as well as business tips and amazing insight on how to really get shit done. Hosted by life coach, business coach, copy coach, and author Gemma Lumicheesi. Hello and welcome to the Contently Driven podcast for this week. We are in the third week of January of 2022. A little crazy, right? And as always, you're here with me, myself, Gemma Lumicisi, for the next short while. And this week, I want to talk to you about something I've been observing and seeing around a lot lately is so many people giving up. And I want to give you some tips about how to stop giving up so easily. Now, it's an interesting one. And I'll start with my favorite thing to think about is Thomas Edison, the man who invented the light bulb, right? As we all know, we all learnt in school. And it's so fascinating to me that he failed at his attempt of discovering and fixing a light bulb to make it work over 1,000 times. Now, I want to let that sit with you for a little bit. I want you to really let that sink in. Thomas Edison failed over 1,000 times until he discovered the light bulb. And not only that, he had something like close to 10,000 attempts to perfect it. Now, I want you to think about what do you think would have happened if he gave up at attempt 998. What what would even have happened if he gave up at attempt nine, (laughs) right? It's so incredible to me to think about. And when I'm working on something and struggling to get there and not believing it's possible and all of those things, I always think about that because who knows what would have happened after that? Who knows if the light bulb would have ever been discovered and the world would be a very different place, right? It's so fascinating to think about. So when you're in the mix of it, like perhaps you've set a goal for this year, an entire year goal, and perhaps you've got smaller goals throughout the year, whatever that is, How long are you willing to wait to get there? Because it's not a matter of time. It's not a matter of anything. It's a matter of belief. And what if you got your goal on the 3rd of January, 2023, but you gave up on the 30th of December, right? 2022, you're thinking, oh, no, it's not going to happen. So I want you to think about your belief and believing in yourself as much as I'm going to assume we don't know. 
Well, I'm going to assume Thomas Edison had a pretty strong belief that he was going to crack this thing and he was going to do it no matter what. Because if someone's going over 1,000 times of failed attempts, going and going and going, you're to assume he's got a pretty strong belief in himself, right? So when you're getting to that point of everything feels so hard and challenging and you're never going to get there, just think of that. Think of Thomas Edison. Now, my second thing I want to talk about is something I find really interesting for me. Um, And I want to give, it's not quite a metaphor, but I want to relate it to running. Now, why I want to do this is because running can be a fascinating thing. And it really relates to giving up like ahead of time, ahead of doing the thing, right? So, you know, it, it, it's interesting to think about. So if you were to walk into a gym, right, and you see, I don't know, 80 kilos sitting there and you've joined a gym, you've gone in because you've decided I want to start to learn how to lift weights and lift heavier things. You're not going to go straight to 80 kilos, right? You're not going to be like, yep, cool. I got this. And I lift 80 kilos straight off the bat. Of course, you're not going to do that. You're going to start at something lighter and work your way up. And it's, it's the exact same thing of when you're working towards a goal. It's bit by bit, step by step. And I don't lift weights, but I'm sure there could be months and months at a time where your body's not actually letting you increase the weight, but you keep going and you keep lifting the same because that one day you'll be able to do it, right? But if you give up too easily, you'll never do it. Now back to running. That was, <laughs> that was a little distraction there. I want to talk about running because it's a fascinating thing. And I'm so observant when I run, I am so in tune with my body and paying attention to what's happening on the inside and speaking a lot to my heart to make sure that it's staying stable and it knows it's safe and working on a really good heartbeat range. So it's not fluctuating and and all of that, right? And I'm extremely observant. I I spend most of the time paying attention to what's happening around and in within my body. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I recently got an app. I I know an app because where I run at the park, I started doing it in 20 minutes and I'm like, cool, but I had no idea how many kilometers I was doing, (laughs) right? So when I'm not on the treadmill, I'm completely aware, but when I'm running the beautiful trail down by the river with, well, it's not really river, creek with the gum trees and it's beautiful. When I'm running down there, I wasn't actually aware of what I was running. So I downloaded an app and it fascinated me. Now, for me, earlier or early last year, I discovered something called a runner's high. And it's because I was speaking to a coach friend of mine who's a doctor. And I was telling her about what happens to me when I exercise. And when I sort of stop 
for about 10, 20 seconds, I, I build up this incredible amount of energy and it's like my body has this mini micro rest and it's ready to go and it can go harder. So she introduced me to this thing called a runner's high and it's all about when your body releases certain hormones and chemicals throughout that actually energize you. However, you need to do a certain amount of exercise until it kicks in. But once it kicks in, let me tell you, and also not everyone gets it. Well, when it kicks in, nothing will stop me. Like I, I described it to her as in, I'm really confused because I feel as though if both my legs were broken, I'd keep running and I wouldn't even realize. And she's like, oh, yeah, here's the thing. This is what that thing is. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's a thing. <laughs> because it is interesting because many people get exhausted after exercise. I get 50 times energized, right? When I, I pay attention and I see other people who are tired and struggling, I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. What are we doing? What are we doing? Let's go, let's go. You know, it's pretty, pretty intense. Anyway, I digress. So running. Now I discovered this track is four kilometers. The one, the loop, there's several loops. The loop that I do at the moment is four. And I'm like, cool. I run that in that time. Um, that's pretty impressive. And lately it's been really hot. So that time has increased to 25 minutes it was this morning. And it's so fascinating to be in touch with my body and pay attention to what's happening because I can actually feel inside the lethargy of my muscles. They feel more tired. They feel slower, maybe because they're warmer. Who knows? Like it's so interesting. Anyway. What I really want to get to my point here is the first kilometer I run. So this app tells me every kilometer. So the lady will say one kilometer, and then she'll tell me the time it took to run that one kilometer. And the first one is the longest kilometer, right? Now, yes, that's because I always start with a walk. So probably my guess is I walk about 200 meters if that, and then I start running. So it tells me that. So first, you know, it makes sense that the first kilometer will be the longest. Then the second kilometer, of course, gets shorter. The third kilometer gets faster. The fourth kilometer is faster again. Now, why I really want to bring that up is because imagine if you stopped after that one kilometer thinking, I can't run another three. I'll never get faster than that time. But my assumption is my body is adjusting to what's happening and being someone with a runner's high, it's fascinating that every single kilometer gets faster. The other day I added on a kilometer, it was faster again. Now I'm not saying it's going to get faster every single time, but there will obviously be a point where it may get to that fastest and just stay and then I'm to know awesome that's that's the fastest I can run a kilometer at this time but if I had stopped after just one kilometer or two I wouldn't have known what I was capable of after and that's what I really want to bring up stop giving up so easily what if you got a runner's high but you never knew because you never pushed yourself to keep going. You gave up just that little bit too soon. 
What if it took running a kilometre to run another five? You never know what's on the other side, what you're capable of if you give up. And I, I love that running analogy because it can relate to everything, to discovering the light bulb, to a weight loss goal, to any single goal that you have can relate to any of it. Now, I want to get back to as well as talking about belief. So first of all, my first point is don't give up just yet. What if the change, the breakthrough, the learning curve of your journey is just on the other side of you giving up? Now, I want to talk about belief because belief is an interesting one. And I wasn't always sure if I believed in myself, but I do because I'm, I've always been one that, you know, goes against the crowd and does it her way. And the more and more I think about that, it's because I had a belief that, no, I've got this. I can do it my way. I can do this thing. I don't have to do the thing you tell me. I've got this. Right? So I've always had a super strong belief in myself. And I remember when I very first started my business, I didn't get a lot of support and it was quite interesting to me. I remember my cousin even raising it with me that she was surprised of the lack of support and various people and close people in my family were telling me it's not a good idea, it's not safe, it's not reliable. It'll never work. You know, you can't, who do you think you are? Like you can't start a business, even though I have literally two business degrees, (laughs) right? And, you know, I could have let that get to me. Don't get me wrong. It got to me a bit, but I never stopped. I never stopped my business. I never listened. I just kept going. Was it hard or is it still hard? Hell yeah. But I keep going. Now, within belief, I want to talk about three C's. So these are are my tips for you of how to stop giving up so easily because sometimes we have to do hard shit and sometimes we have to do things that we don't want to do in order to get to where we want to be, right? So if you look at the person that you will be at the end of your goal or what it is you're looking to achieve or who you think you may be at the end of this massive journey and shift and change and learning and failing and trying again and believing in yourself, if you think about that person, keep that in mind. Don't think about all the hard shit. Don't think about, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Think I'm doing this for that, right? And just accept that sometimes we do shit we don't want to do. And that's okay. Right? But doing shit we don't want to do in order to get to where you want to be, what if that's worth it? Now, within belief, so belief is the number one thing of how to stop giving up so easily. Learn to believe in you. Now, my three C's are constraints. Commitment, confidence. Now, first of all is constraint. Now, 
I'm sure you've heard me talk about many, many, many times about how everyone asks me how I get so much shit done. The first thing I tell them is constraint. I constrain myself. I focus on things. I, I don't try and do bits and pieces of crap everywhere. Don't get me wrong. I do a lot of things, but I constrain to them. So when I'm working on, you know, goal X, focus on X, then I go to Y, then I go to Z, but they're all, they're not all happening at the same time. And one may be a personal goal. One may be a business goal. And I'm more than comfortable of working on those two goals at the same time. Some people I only want one in one area of their life, but constrain to that. And by constrain, I mean focus on that. Don't let other people sway you. Don't let other people tell you otherwise. Well, you can let them. <laughs> like other people can say whatever they want to you. But number one, remember, you've got that belief. And two, you're constraining through that. So even if you've got outside noise and voices, it doesn't matter you're constraining. If you've set allocated time away to work on it, constrain, do that, focus on only that, not 30 other things at the one time, just that. So that's my number two is constraint. You can constrain, you've got this. It's such an important, that's why it's my first C of the three C's under belief. Now, number two it's commitment, right? You just decide. That's it. Commit to it. These are my three goals this year. That's it. Doesn't matter if you don't reach them, but commit to them. All about the commitment. You will grow as a person if you can commit. If someone tells you to do something else, you don't listen. You're committed to you and your goal. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how outrageous it is. It doesn't matter if it's tiny, but you're committed to making that thing happen. So when something changes in your schedule or something unexpected happens, you're still committed to your goal. Perhaps you've got a setback, but you're still committed. You do what you can to stick to your commitment. And it's a commitment to yourself. You're really honoring your word. It really goes hand in hand with belief. You are committed no matter what, no matter how you feel. If you're really ill, fine. <laughs> but if you think, oh, I don't want to do that today, it doesn't matter if you do or you don't because you're committed. So even if you don't want to do it, you still do it. That's all it is. It's commitment. And if you can, it depends on what you're doing, of course. So for example, say you commit to the same thing three times a week at the same time and you keep going and it comes to that time and you think, oh, fuck this. I do not want to do this. You do it anyway. And then it happens again two days later, but you do it anyway. And then it happens again, but you do it anyway. But if you're committing to this routine, this pattern, you start to actually change what's happening in your brain, i.e. retraining a habit, right? So if you can just commit no matter what, no matter how you feel, you've got this. You can actually start to form that into a habit. 
And depending on what the goal is, imagine if you got that into a habit, into a routine and your brain automatically started doing it like, oh yeah, cool. Oh yeah, this is what we do at this time. And then it becomes easier and then it becomes easier. And then you're just going that little bit closer every single time to your goal. That's commitment right there. And that's also constraint. You're constraining it to those, say, two hours every second day. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You decide what it looks like for you. Number three, confidence. A confidence is super similar to belief. But are you confident enough to keep going no matter what? Now, when I was just talking about committing to that same time to make it a routine, it's something that helps. What if, say you're working on a weight, lifting weights, right? I'm just, I'm in a gym mood today. Say you're working on that. And two days ago you lifted, I don't know, 10 kilos. You're super proud because you were, I don't know, halfway towards your goal. And then the, the, next, the two days later in that time that you constrain and you commit to, two days later, you can't lift that 10. What happens then? You give up and just like, nah, whoop, failed, see ya, nope. And let me tell you, so many people would. They'd be so deterred, so upset with themselves. It's like, oh, but I did that yesterday. I did that two days ago. I did it. Why can't I do it? Why can't I do it? What if you, within your constrained, committed time, maybe you went down a little bit, couldn't lift 10, but today you can lift eight and you do that. And you have the confidence in yourself to be like, okay, awesome. Two days ago, I did that. Today I can't but I'm still committed and I'm still constraining to this and I'm confident in my ability because it could be any number of things, right? Maybe your body's tired today. Maybe you were running on a whole bunch of adrenaline two days ago. Maybe it just doesn't want to. Maybe you're getting sick. Maybe you pushed it a bit hard for the 10 so it can't do it again. Like it doesn't matter what the reason is. There's so many reasons, but you know, are you confident enough to take it down a little bit but still work towards that goal? Because lifting the eight in that time is getting you further to your goal than if you were to give up, right? Have that confidence in yourself. And do you have the confidence in yourself that, for six months, maybe you're not getting any closer to your goal, but you just keep going. So you're like, I know I've got this. I have confidence in myself. I have confidence in my ability. I've dedicated all of this time. I can keep going. Stop giving up so easily. I see it time and time again. And so many people are so surprised. Like, how did you do, like, my book, how did you write that in six months? Not even five. How did you write that in five? I had confidence I could. I committed and I constrained myself. It's that easy. But people give up. 
because maybe in the time that they decided it didn't go the way they wanted or something happened that they've interpreted as a setback or, you know, say you're training to run like me, right? And your body's super tired, but you're still up there. You're still out there. You're still committed to the time. You're still doing it. But what, what if that one day you walked instead of ran, run, but you still did it? Do you have the confidence to do that? The confidence in your ability. And again, it really, these, this is why these are the three C's of belief because they all tie in. And that's about all I want to leave you with today. And this really helps with business. Trust me. There's a lot of things in my business I don't want to do for various reasons of it's uncomfortable, it's scary, right? But I pushed through all of that and now I don't even care. I recorded a podcast with Work Wife Wine Time and we were speaking about the same thing. Just, you know, taking that plunge and doing it, every single time you do it becomes easier becomes less scary, but you've got to take that first step. You know, you've got to run that one kilometer for your runner's hide to appear and then you can exercise more, right? What if you had to do that, the same thing? What if you had to constrain and commit and have the confidence in yourself for six months in order for things to start happening? But it's about that initial discipline even of doing that, of setting that up, of continuing the belief until, you know, something happens or you learn something or something shifts or before you know it, you're lifting 50 kilos, like whatever it is. Before you know it, you've lost 50 kilos. It doesn't matter what the goal is. Are you willing? to put in that hard work for it to become easier. And that's the thing with running too. Each kilometer, I'm running faster, therefore it becomes easier. But I've got to push through that hard first kilometer for it to then become easier and become enjoyable. First kilometer is not fun. It's not that fun, let me tell you but I'm constrained, committed, and I have the confidence in myself that I just do it even when I don't want to, but I get the reward because, oh, cool. Now my heart's regulated a bit. It understands what's going on. I'm running easier. I feel lighter, feel happier. Now I love this. Oh, look how fast I just ran that, right? And that's, yeah, that's all I have for you this week on the Contently Driven podcast. Now, please, if you need help on not giving up, please see me. Come, You know where to find me. I float around on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can email me, shoot me an email. Love my emails. Always in there. Always reply to my emails. Very dedicated to replying to emails. Gemma, G-E-M-M-A at contentlydriven.com. And give me a shout. We could have a mini session. I can, I can help you smash a couple of goals in just a 20 minute mini session. 
I really, really want you to stop giving up because you never know what's on the other side. And the only way you'll find out is if you keep that belief going and you follow the three C's of belief, constraint, commitment, and confidence. It will help you stop giving up so easily. And always remember Thomas Edison and the light bulb. And I'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Contently Driven podcast. If you like it, don't forget to jump on over to my website, www.contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit subscribe. And don't forget to pop over to your favorite podcast provider and hit follow so you don't miss an episode. And until then, if you're done with doll, then you are awesome.